This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. I love that song. It's so, so good. So, um... Yeah, there's going to be a George Harrison concert documentary that's getting, um, it's being timed for his, what would have been George Harrison's 75th birthday, and um, it's going to be a limited theatrical run. Okay. And it's a 2002 documentary that features, you know, of course, Paul McCartney, Ringo Starr, Tom Petty, Eric Clapton, who gathered for a tribute concert to George Harrison, who died the year before and it will roll out in theaters on February 20th. And George Harrison would have turned 25 um, on 20. February 20th, or 75, excuse okay. me, on February like 25. And I know there is a George Harrison tribute show somewhere in the Twin Cities. I'll, f- I'll find out oh, where yeah. that is. But um, yeah. Alabama Rama, which released the Ron Howard documentary, The Beatles Eight Days a Week, has teamed with Concord Music up on this um, concert. For George, and it was organized by Eric Clapton and Harrison's widow Olivia, and it was at London's Royal Albert Hall. And um, anyway, Billy Preston in there is like I said, Tom Petty, and the doc it won a Grammy in two thousand and four for wow. best long for music video. So it's also going to release the sound recordings for the first time on vinyl, and um, it was certified. Certified eight times platinum. So, your George Harrison cool. fan, um, hopefully, it's going to be at maybe like the Uptown or something like that. But Alabama Rama has done other. I love their name. I know it. Isn't that a good? I, and I was getting them confused with Banana Rama. I know it. Well, I don't think I'm even saying it right. I no. think it's Abramorama or something like that. But anyway, maybe someone is calling about the George Harrison because they've been doing this tribute, this tribute show, show local. Here. And, Julia, on this day in 1984, this song became this woman's first uh, single to hit the Billboard Hot 100. And I say, dig out your ripped denim and shoulder pads, because that would be none other than Borderline by Madonna. Oh, gosh. 1984? Was it 84? 84. It hit the, hit the hot one. Oh, Danny has to play it. I know it. I know it. And uh, I was kind of watching the video. And oh, remember, we all wore on. those big jackets. Yes, I loved them with the shoulder pads because it made you look like you had such a tiny waist. I loved them with the stirrup pants I later know. in the years. Donnie, did you find out when the George Harrison tribute show is? Uh, no, no, but there is something I want to check on. Right. You guys remember seeing Prince play while my guitar jet Weeps. Yes. Is, is that was that from this show? No, that was from the Rock and Roll Hall of That's Fame. That's what I thought. That okay, was the induction, so and he played called with about Tom that. No, Petty. That, that is not this show. No, okay. no, no. And he right. played with Tom Petty. That yeah, was at yeah, the yeah. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Okay. Now the other song though that we do want It's you, Curtis A does it. Is it Curtis mm-hmm. A who does the George Harrison? Because mm-hmm. I know he does um the John Lennon. 
shows. Yeah, I think I'm right. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, I don't, yeah you don't think I'm right? No, okay. I don't. But Donnie, you got to play What's Borderline up? for us because Madonna, oh. that was her first Billboard Hot 100, and it was on this day in 1984 that that song. Um, so what? Borderline. Borderline. We just, we just. He's like, that. I'm going to lose I my thought, mind. I thought holiday preceded Borderline. But well, this was today? on the Billboard Hot 100. Thank you. We are going to have to sing this tomorrow. Maybe. So good. And the video, I was watching it. it Oh, I loved it. Okay, so yes, Julia, a courtesy is part of the evening. A tribute to George Harrison. It's Sunday, February 25th, George Harrison's actual birthday at the Amsterdam Holland Bar, which is downtown St. Paul. Paul. And... uh, it's the basement band uh, with KYX and special guests, including Curtis A. And it's supporting the Tazzy Fund charity for dogs. And the deal is there's no cover at the door, but you can just make a donation. donation? Cool. Yeah. So, and I know someone um, that we're buddies with on Facebook was like, remember to give a shout out to, to this show. So that's a couple weeks away. All right. So what other music news? Well, here's a twist. Taylor Swift's. BFF Carly Kloss scene dining with Katy Perry and West Hollywood. Clutch your your leather or your pearls, people. What's the deal with that? First of all, at Sushi Park in West Hollywood, they were photographed by TMZ and, uh, you know. Yep. I don't know. That's the frenemy. Katy Perry. What does she do? Is she doing. She's Katy Perry has a huge uh, interview in Glamour or Cosmo right now. I yeah, can't, I can't think of which one it is. I did not get a chance to read it. Yeah, but, I, I um, my niece went and saw her at the Tacoma Dome, and she felt the same way we felt when we saw her at the Excel last summer. Why? Did why she, did she play so many songs from the album that I nobody know. nobody has? And it was she, so disappointing. She said it went on forever. I said, "Yeah, eleven of the nineteen songs are from Witness," and she's got such a deep catalog. Katie it's Perry. very it's very disappointing because she like surpassed Michael Jackson for the most number when he hits from an album. Yeah. Well, here's a couple of music things. I don't know when the song Writers Hall of Fame and um is going to happen. On TV, but the 2018 class has powerful names. John Mellencamp, Jermaine Dupre, Alan Jackson, Cool and the Gang lead the class. Dupre will become only the second hip-hop, hip-hop act, in, act inducted, although he's written huge pop and R&B songs for the likes of Usher and Mariah Carey. Mellencamp is already a member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, Jackson was inducted into the Country Hall, um, Country Music Hall of Fame last year. But to be eligible to be inducted to the Songwriters Hall of Fame, you must have written songs for at least twenty years. So that's how that thing works. So those are some of the new, the new folks in the class of twenty eighteen. A lot. That's in June. Is it in June? So yeah, we have a long York. time before yeah. that's going to happen. And I'm clicking through the Amfar Gala, the red carpet arrivals. I see Delta and Bloomingdale's were sponsors. And um, I see a lot of um, boobs, at lingerie, and a few nice gowns in between. But there are, it is kind of amazing what people wear to oh. galas. It was at Cipriani Wall Oh, Street. wow. Very fancy. Um uh, 
Halsey's um, really showing a lot, and there's some other people who are showing a lot, and then there are some people like um, Taraji P. Henson, who's just like looking beyond glamorous and stunning and dressed the way one should for a gala. I love it. We are not, when is this sheer with the tap pant underwear? I can't stand it. When is that going away? I can't stand it. Yeah, I don't know. When are people going to wear clothes? I don't know. When are they going to wear clothes again? <laughs> Calling all ice capade dressing people. Stop making these go on the runway. <sighs> I don't know. Not we'll much, see. We're not getting much buzz for New York Fashion Week. Is it going on right now? You're right, Lori. Yeah, well, yeah, we really are. I don't know. I don't know. All right, What's listen, happening there? I do know that we've got random thoughts com- coming up with you, and I'm sure that you're going to dazzle and... and, and do you think? What, don't, what was don't. your made-up word yesterday? Spinagled. 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 No, it was shenanigan. Shenagled? Shenagled. Yeah. Shenagled, which was shenanigan and finagled. Shenagled. Good new word. I know. Use it everywhere. Shenagled. All right, we'll be right back. The radio home of now trending reports at the bottom of every hour. My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if. And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, people, here's something wonderful that a woman named. Um, Let's see what was Nancy Kalia of Edina did. Um, we talked about this last week. I think, Laura, you passed it on to me. Pass your parka in a last minute effort because all the people that came to the Twin Cities for Super Bowl 52, a lot of them had to parker up, parka and, and up, boot up and, and boot up and scarf up. Glove up. And glove so up. she went and she thought, you know, before these people left, she put 13 um, boxes in downtown hotels in Minneapolis. Say wherever, and it said wherever you're going, it's going to be warmer than here. Please donate. So this, just yesterday, she delivered bins filled with 450 winter items from parkas, hats, hand warmers, winter boots, even Super Bowl jackets to St. Stephen's Human Services and the House of Charity, both of which assist people experiencing homelessness. Yeah, I mean, in the items, there were like a leather wild jacket, a lot of gear from the Super Bowl host committee. Mm -hmm. So um, she was just a great idea. Don't you think? And she's planning to do it again at the next big Minneapolis event, which is in 2019, the NCAA Final Four Men's Basketball Championship. And she just said, I can't get over how wonderful people were and reacting so quickly. Yeah. So I love to know that. Now, from that to um, if I have no idea where the Mark Hotel is, but um, if you check into the Mark Hotel, um, management wants. I think it's the one in Uptown. I think it's the new hotel. I don't know if it's here. No, that's called the uh, Moxie. Oh, is that called the Moxie? I, I don't know. I think this is somewhere else. But Lovebirds, New York City. Okay, Lovebirds who check into the Mark Hotel for Valentine's Day, which is next Wednesday, will be inspired to get good grades because managing management is providing a sexual satisfaction grading card. What? So each guest gets to rank his or her partner from one not passing to five excellent in eleven different categories. Listen, yeah, it's right next to Bergdorf Goodman. Oh, what a oh. good location. Mm-hmm. So these categor- categories include creativity, stamina, mm-hmm. generosity, use of language. Isn't that weird? Problem solving, if the zipper gets stuck, <laughs> um, speed of recovery for mm-hmm. the next round, 
and overall effort. How silly is that? And then it goes, the footnote to this, their card says, it advises good sex may cause increased endorphins, younger looking skin, improved heart health, strengthened bones, weight loss, approximately 100 calorie, calories and longer lasting relations. Well, your 450 square foot room in a Madison King at the Mark will just cost you $574 a oh. night. That's but not the horrible. The courtyard suite is $1,000. That's not horrible. <laughs> That's it doesn't not, look like not. a nice hotel. <laughs> well, for New York, I mean, mm. you know, on Valentine's Day. Mm. Really? Well, the the rates, the suites all start at like $1,800. Yeah, I, I was go, thinking. Go up to the number one is $4,000 a night. Oh, my God. Did you by any <laughs> chance see Wolfgang Puck cook a Valentine's Day dinner last night with Stephen Colbert? Uh, no, I switched it off. I watched John Oliver and Stephen Colbert, oh. and then I, I, I... It was darling. Was it? The whole show was because the next guest after John Oliver was this gal that was in um, Lady Bird, and she's Lady Bird's best friend. Oh, yeah. And um, she was so cute, and then they had Wolfgang Puck talking his Austrian accent. Remember when we had him on mm-hmm. our show? About um, how to make just the perfect um, Valentine's meal. And it all starts out with the cocktail, the Negiro or the Oh Negroni. Negroni, mm-hmm. which is gin and um I don't even know, Campari. Campari, I want to say and something mm-hmm. else. And then you strain it and then he's just showing him how to make a lobster and how to make this just the biggest chunk of beef it was probably chateaubriand or something got but, the vermouth and orange juice is that that's it like? yes yeah. okay. and he it's, says it's, it's, Ital- it's an italian it is. and he says it's just sexy sexy uh-huh. and then he goes on to say he has these big truffles and i'm not talking the chocolate kind i'm talking the mushroom kind the kind the pigs dig yeah. out but big square ones like yeah. an oversized ice cube and so Stephen Colbert picks one up and he's like, well, how much are these? You know, they're truffles. And he goes, $1,000. Very expensive. Yeah. <laughs> very expensive. Yeah. And he goes, oh, and he takes a huge bite, like out of an apple, <laughs> out of a truffle in his face. And, he, and Wolfgang Buck is still talking and he's just like, hmm. <laughs> just a little truffle will do you. Mm. And then like, so I then he truffle fries starts and in, in drinking some of the cocktail. And then he starts throwing some of the lobster in his mouth. It was very funny. But truffles, another thing. But back to the Mark Hotel. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. That is giving you the grading thing. They are also providing aphrodisiac infused cocktails and an agent provocateur thong for each couple. Make the guy wear it. 
Yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the Eagle fan that stole the chair that was all over the internet, all over everywhere from the U.S. Bank Stadium after the Eagles beat the New England Patriots has agreed to pay for its replacement. The man with the purple seat in the stadium coat check guaranteed more than um, it got over 190,000 views on Facebook of him walking out with yeah. the chair. How much is a replacement chair? Only $125. Oh, there you go. Um, it's worth and, it for him. But he, people were catching, filming him in the airport with his chair and doing everything <laughs> with this chair. I, mean, I hope Philadelphia <laughs> survives their parade oh, today. They had lockdown rules. Oh, did they? They You couldn't have booze outside, but all Bud Light apparently made a deal that they would give everyone free Bud Light in these certain bars along the way. Um, oh, yeah, that's their, a good idea. Yeah. Their parade Philly, was on Philly. today. Philly, Philly. I know. Yeah, right. The mayor was not impressed In, oh. with his city. He said, just disappointing. Yeah. Come on. We've waited so long to win. Why blow it? Yeah. Why, why be stupid and eat dog yeah. horse poop? Oh. I mean, that was everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. People were just so disgusted. Yeah. But anyway, it, there's a people. deal in the NFL um, that they stipulate the league is responsible for any damage to the stadium that hosts the game. So, But Ooh. this guy, they're not prosecuting. They're just charging him 125 He said, fine, I'll pay it. Now, are we going to be, um, according to name.org, Stormy with an I is not at the top of the list of trends. Really? really? Nope. It's really not. Mm. But the names that they have seen um, trending um, in the past few years have been Zayn from Zayn Malik from One Direction. They've seen Ariana. They've seen Selena. They've seen Rihanna and Miley. So those are a lot of big names that people... The musicians are inspiring it. Yeah, we'll have a lot of drakes. And sloths only poop once a week. Well. They're, they're too lazy. Was... They're too lazy to do it anymore. <laughs> yeah. They're too... We met a sloth at the zoo. We did. They're they too very, lazy to get up. all day know, to move yeah, a foot. I mean, by the time they climb down from the tree. Three, yeah. That could know, take two they, days. They forget what they came down for. <laughs> all right. We got, uh, we got our silver-haired fox, John Height, here giving us the traffic. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Uh, happy Thursday to you. It just means we're one day closer to the weekend. Howdy. Happy about that. And... Uh, of course, it just kind of feels like every day we have to devote a segment to, you know, the Me Too movement and yep. what's going on with uh, um, all the men, men and women behaving badly, mostly men. Yeah, well, it's all men. Yeah, it's and all men. Um, Kate Upton is not backing down at all. And she's getting very specific with her uh, guests, uh, with uh, Paul Marciano and what he did to her when she was 18, including with people who are coming forward, makeup artists who saw and witnessed this. And she is like, she's just outraged that an iconic women's brand, uh, like Guess, is right. still empowering him as the creative director when it's been so well known in the business what he's like. We've got a little uh, uh, GMA oh, okay. uh, report on the whole story. She's the superstar model, Sports Illustrated cover girl. Famous for her all-American looks. And marriage to baseball superstar Justin Verlander. But this morning, Kate Upton is speaking out about the abuse she says she was forced to endure on her way to becoming a top model. According to Upton, as an 18-year-old, she suffered sexual misconduct at the hands of Paul Marciano, the co-founder of Guess. The iconic brand known for launching the careers of Anna Nicole Smith and Claudia Schiffer. 
Upton tells Time magazine that at a lingerie shoot for the brand in 2010, Paul Marciano forcibly grabbed my breasts and started feeling them. After I pushed him away, he said, I'm making sure they're real, and forcibly grabbed the back of my head so I could not move and started kissing my face and my neck, adding, I had two options, do everything I could to wiggle away and avoid his pursuit, or punch the CEO of Guess. So I decided to just wiggle away. The magazine reports that Upton said the next month she refused advances from the now 65-year-old, telling Time, as soon as I went up to my hotel room, Paul started calling me, asking to come up and see how my room is. I politely declined several times. After several denials, I just turned off my phone and locked the door and tried to get some sleep. I was terrified. According to the article, the day after that incident, Upton claimed she was fired. Someone had called my agency to say I had gotten fat and would not be needed on set. Upton is quoted as saying, I was devastated. She reportedly said that the next year she was invited back for another guest project, but Marciano's behavior changed drastically. He was outwardly rude and degrading the entire time. He said I was disgusting and started telling people how unprofessional I was by spreading rumors that I was drunk on set and partying every night, which of course I wasn't. I was then told to leave because Paul had said, get that fat pig off my set. Yes. Marciano denied the claims to ABC News overnight, calling them absolutely false and preposterous, claiming, I have never been alone with Kate Upton. I have never touched her inappropriately. And adding, I fully support the hashtag MeToo movement. At the same time, I will not allow others to defame me and tarnish my reputation. But Upton reportedly says those alleged experiences impacted her deeply. It took a huge toll on my confidence and self-worth. I wanted to quit modeling. I got through it because of the strong support of my family and close friends. Marciano also told ABC News he has pledged to guess and its board of directors my full support and cooperation with a fair and impartial investigation. I have complete trust and confidence that a review of all of the facts, not fabricated and baseless allegations, will prove that the accusations against me are untruthful. He's not going to win. No, he's not. He's, he's going to be resigning. And yep. I guess uh, there have been a couple people who've come forward, including one makeup artist who was there at that first shoot. Yep. A photographer also. A photographer yep. who has confirmed Why is he it. just fighting and holding on? Just... Because they people don't like getting caught. Yeah. And sometimes people that have gotten away with this kind of behavior... They don't see it in the same lens. They don't really view that they've done anything. Exactly. We were talking about that earlier. It's yeah. like whatever. So anyway, right. she's not backing down. She was caught um, at, by a Team Z photographer, and she had some words to say about people that are supporting him. Like, you know, um, I know Jennifer Lopez released a statement saying that she's a supports Me Too and right, no because, abuse because she's the new face of right. guess, but... Anyway, so that is going on, and um, uh, during a filmed conversation with Oprah Winfrey, Salma Hayek... Oh, this is unbelievable. Uh, ...telling her uh, the Harvey Weinstein story, and just like uh, Harvey Weinstein, you know, smearing actresses and saying they were, you know... they're Difficult to work difficult. with. Same thing with Paul Marciano about Kate Upton. Yeah. It's so easy to tell that, you know, a story to, about somebody to try and, and someone's career. career. So she tells, this is, she'd spoken a little bit in an interview about when she made her passion project, uh, the bio, Frida. Frida. And yeah, he said, I am going to break the kneecaps. He told the film's director, I'm going to break the kneecaps. And then he used the C word. Um, and she co-produced that and she detailed her story in a New York Times, but she's sitting down with, uh, Oprah and she's told her the New York Times contacted her for that first story 
she said, I just couldn't do it. I was, I was ashamed. I was a coward. I cried because it happened to me. It took me some time to get my arms around. Like, I want to be out loud about my, what happened with me and Harvey. Right. So I don't know when this is going to air. Well, I don't know. Well, one of the things she also said, you know, just about the constant barraging by Harvey Weinstein was, you know, she said no when he would knock on her door at all hours of the night, hotel after hotel, location after location where he would show up unexpectedly, including locations where I was doing a movie that he wasn't even involved with. She wanted on to say no. I said no to me taking a shower with him. No to letting him watch me take a shower. No to letting him give me a massage. No to letting a naked friend of his give me a massage. No, 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 blah, 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 blah. But he said he just went on and on and he had just this rage. And he did say, like, I will kill you. Don't think I can't. I mean, he's just such a bully. And how afraid women must have been because he had so much power in that industry. Yeah. He just did. Well, and he had a lot of enablers. Oh, my gosh. Everybody was on. A lot of enablers. And again, people going along with it because they don't want to lose their jobs and they don't want to, you know, not doing what's Mm -hmm. right, which I can see because no one, no one believed women before. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And now we have new allegations against Scott Bayo, Bayo from oh. his Charles and one of his other Charles in Charge co-stars, Alexander Polinsky. Um, she provided a statement to the talk, which was read out while Nicole Eggert was on the show yesterday to talk about the sexual abuse allegations. And um, she was there to support her. And she just said he's, you know, he actually physically abused um, me, too. Mm-hmm. Um Alexander said that, and then Sarah Gilbert um, became very emotional because this is a good friend of hers, and he he said, I worked there from 11 to 15. I witnessed Scott acting inappropriately. During my first show of working on the show, I walked in on them together behind the set. Nicole was on Scott's lap. He did not appreciate it. He yelled at me, called me various homophobic slurs. Growing up in that show, I received regular verbal attacks, mental abuse, and physical assault at the hands of Scott. And we were both minors. Wow. Lord. I know know. That one's not going on. The uh, Oprah Winfrey conversation with Selma Hayek, that is a podcast. Oh, it is? It's the own podcast. If you want to check out, it's called Oprah's Super Soul Conversation. Okay, that's what that's for. And I guess Uma Thurman, that whole thing about her being forced to do that stunt driving scene where mm-hmm. she was so injured and by Quentin Tarantino, I guess now, you know, people, the stunt community is up in arms. With Sagafra, they're, they're like, that, that is not okay to make someone who is not a stunt person do that crazy thing. Irresponsibility on a mega level to have her do that. Wow. And now whether Sagafra will now investigate... You know, it's been a long time, but um, they they rely on actors to call it safety hotline at one eight at eight hundred safer set if they feel uneasy. So, anyway, but of course, you know, Uma was just thinking, oh, he's got it all. He told me he did the test drive, and now right. Quentin has apologized about his Howard Stern interview and said he was just being provocative and cavalier when he made the comments about um, Roman Polanski's thirteen year old. Um, rape victim, rape victim wanting, wanting it. it. Mm-hmm. So he's apologized to Samantha. Uh, that's cool. And fifteen um, years ago, he says, "I realized how wrong I was." Ms. Graymere was that raped. long. I know. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he, well, until he was called out, Lori. Yeah, exactly. you know. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh it's, my gosh. It's, un, it's it really is mm-hmm. un unbelievable what the stuff that has yeah. been on. I'm very glad that the curtain has been raised, Joel. Yes, okay. All right, when we come back, we've got quite a bit to uh Hollywood speak, including Stormy has warnings for Stormy. <laughs> the Kalia too. My talk one oh seven one. Everything entertainment. So what are you trying to say? Hollywood. the meaning of this all right let's get all at right it. uh adult film star uh, stormy daniels who allegedly had an affair with president trump was asked by tmz uh, about kylie jenner naming her daughter stormy she said i will say congratulations and wish her all the best but hang on to your heart because little girls named stormy are known to cause trouble. <laughs> I think it's a coincidence. I'm not pretentious enough to think she named her after me, but it's a tough name to live up to. Oh. Of course, that's her stage yeah. name. Yeah. And, um, yeah. You know, Stormy if you... Well, because I remember, like, back in the day when for the first time kids were named, like, Autumn... Summer. Yeah, but that happened in the 70s. Right, I'm thinking 60s. of that yeah. period. I and went to high school with a girl named Star. I did too. Oh, I knew really? a girl named yeah. Star. Mm-hmm. I knew a girl named Star. And then I'm thinking the next round was like... Willow. Willow. I love Willow. Uh-huh. And then the next round, destinations like Madison, Boulder. Paris. Paris. Mm-hmm. You know, and then the next... Now it's, you know, weather. Stormy weather. Yeah. So anyway, mm-hmm. so... I. I, um, Do you think it's good advice? Be I careful of a gal. I think Stormy was glad to talk to TMZ because but, her sure. 15 minutes have, is, gone. have, have come and yes. gone. Mm-hmm. Because she can't say anything. She can't She's say backtracked and on everything. And everyone had her on their shows to say nothing. Nothing. Okay. Chloe uh, Kardashian. There's more doll-like photos of her out there on Instagram. Oh, oh my gosh. What her she's lips. done to her face. Her lips. It's not right. Uh, she was asked about her estrangement from Caitlyn Jenner. Would it change once the baby comes? She said, I don't think that anything affects anything with Caitlyn. Things are just as they are. They felt so burned by the whole Caitlyn Jenner, the book, I am Kate, saying stuff about their mom. I mean, they just had to. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. And Caitlin told Andy Cohen last April, I was very close to Chloe. They I, were. I met her when she was five years old, and she I was probably the closest with her. Uh-huh. So Caitlin hasn't spoken to Chloe in two years. That's not going to change. It's not totally nope. not going to change, and a baby isn't going to change that. Okay. Uh-uh. Uh, Kim Kardashian um, posted a topless photo from behind her Instagram feed, which, according to her, was snapped by her little Renaissance woman, North. Her daughter took it, and I just like... North is taking a picture towards the south with the light coming in from the east, while Chicago <laughs> well, it's is on the floor, and <laughs> whatever stormy. the other one, yeah, and Stormy yeah, is in the room next door. Yeah. I mean, yeah. seriously. Well, first of all, Thirsty, why <sighs> can't she just thirsty. keep her clothes on? And and do be a mom. You've got a newborn. Well, it isn't that. I just, I really think that she is just like kind Obsessed of. Obsessed with taking pictures of herself naked. And that her little sister is get so oh. uh, just unseated Beyonce announcing that she's having twins with the mm-hmm. Instagram. Kim is like, you know, she's. Competitive. Can't stand it. Competitive. Well, she's 37 and her little sister is 20. 20. 
And so that 17 She's year She's going age, down. The other one's coming up. Yeah. The rising star is Stormy. Yeah. Okay. Um, back to reality. Amarosa and Celebrity Big Brother. Okay, did you watch it like you told us you were going to do? Well, I DVR'd it, but I had to watch Versace uh, and Versace. Waco. Uh, did you anyone watch it? I turned no. it off. It was so bad. It was. <laughs> it was. T- I, I it was looked terrible. to try to tape it, but I couldn't <laughs> I remember the awful. network. And then I thought, CBS. I and I thought I would never watch that. Yeah, yeah. it sounds like horrific. Well, here's a te- here's what she said to Ross Matthews. I guess in a teaser for the second episode. Okay. It's not my circus, not my monkeys. I'd like, he was asking about the White House. Okay. It's not my circus, not my monkeys. I'd like to say not my problems, but I can't say that because, like, it's bad. <laughs> so today in the White House briefing, the white, the whoever the guy was, it wasn't Sarah Sanders, they were asked about Omarosa and he said, oh, well, she was fired. <laughs> well, okay. Okay. <laughs> she, she was. <laughs> yeah. So she didn't have any contact. Why was she hired? I don't know. She was fired. So, because they were trying to say, you know, yeah. bring up the whole thing. But she is, of course, um, the she's big. A, she's a nut job. She is a nut she's job. She's a nut job. And all she wants to do is have conflict. I mean, that's how she's made her money. And, and her conflict. dramatic interest. I'm the most. Well-known reality star, uh, and I guess Brandy Bob. Glanville had a a, a bikini, a, like on. two bottles of um, gin, of champagne. Oh, perfect! And Wendy Williams was trying to decide who's pulled tighter, Brandy or Mark McGrath, and she, she showed the photos of them. both of them. Mark Mark he's, has Mark succumbed. McGrath, I think, is winning. I, he is tighter. He has succumbed to the. It's what he's done. He almost yes. looks like he's had a vice succumbed. put in the back of his head, and it's just kind twisted. Of, did he in- get my invention for the neck and use it on his face? I have no idea. Okay, Charmed Reboot. Uh, Holly Marie Combs, of course, one of the original. Um, Charm, Rose McGowan, yeah. the other one, I forget. the, And, of course, Shannon Doherty. And um, Alyssa Milano. And, uh, okay, so here's here's the deal. Okay. She says this. She portrayed Piper about the reboot. Did she I get have, hired for the reboot? No. no. Okay. I have no words. I mean, I have a lot of words, but at this juncture, sure. Yeah. Dot, dot, dot. We wish them well. Dot, dot, what dot. What is her problem? Dot. Well, she wasn't hired. None of them were hired. The originals. Well, first of all, I don't even... <laughs> I don't even know why they get a headline. I don't even know why you brought it up. Well, she tweeted it. Oh, and I think that she's just maybe because so many other reboot. No, but many of the other reboots they ask original. Yeah, they are. They bring back the originals. They really. I give you Will and Grace. They brought back the original Will and Grace. All of them. Fuller House, uh, Roseanne. They, you know. But charmed. They're moving on. They're moving on, and the sisters are going to all be. M names instead of P names, because in this one, they were Phoebe, Prue, and Paige. This is Madison, Mel, and Macy. Yeah. Wow. I'm so glad I never watched that show either. (laughs) Okay. This feels like, wow. (laughs) Here's another one. Giselle Bündchen took to Twitter. Just to be clear, (laughs) I, Donnie, cue up uh, our Maggie Smith thing at the end of this. Just to be clear, she wrote on Twitter, no one let anyone win. People win because of their own merit. Tired of people twisting my words to create drama that doesn't exist. Because it was reported she told her children. We let them win this time. USA Today reported that they heard her say sometimes you have to let other people win. Right. 
we have to share. Never explain. There we go. Yeah, because it wasn't like, you know, Us Weekly reported this. It was USA Today that the reporter, like, heard her say that to her kids. And rather than letting it go... She was upset. She had she to was, tweet about, I'm tired of people twisting my words to create drama. That, do people twist Giselle's words a lot? She's... I don't know. She's over it. She's over it. <laughs> she's, she needs a vacation. Yeah, she's really mm-hmm. bitter that Tom Brady did not win. And the, they really thought that they were going to win. The Patriots? Oh, sure 100,000%. Yeah. I don't know, Lori. Oh, yeah. They did. I love you because you talked to them. No, but I just think that they did. They were the odds on favorite. Everyone thought they were going to win. The Eagles. I didn't. I mean, the Eagles, the Eagles had a great team. I never once heard you say that the Eagles were going to win. I didn't want the Eagles to win. Yeah. I never heard you say that they were going to. I never. never They were the the clear underdog. Mm -hmm. And Giselle, sipping her wine up in her suite, really thought that Tom was going to win. And now she's got a crabby husband. And, um. Okay, it's starting, people. What? Disney is uh, putting a stake in the ground. They are going to be going after Netflix. 2019, they're going to start streaming. Yeah, we've heard we this. We know that. Yep. Yeah. What? It's just... Streaming what? Yeah. Original content, old Disney movies. Well, they'll have all the Fox stuff. Uh-huh. By yeah. Uh-huh. So I'm not Because they just for it. merged. They're going to be... They're no, going to have to figure out they're gonna on the They're going to do Nielsen, no R-rated. They're going to have to figure out on the Nielsen how to count people who are streaming. I, it's not counted because that's well. One, it's that's one well, of the things. But is, they can tell how many people have watched something can. on Netflix. Yeah, but I think that they don't like. They said with the Super Bowl numbers, they said right. you're not getting the streaming numbers right. with some of those that inf- no. like who's no. watching it via streaming because there are people that maybe they don't how even. How do own they TVs. know how many people were in a bar? Exactly, Jody. <laughs> Damn it! There were 200 people in that bar. How do they track those I don't people? Know. I don't know what's happening. Mm. Lots to come. Yeah, we got a lot of we got a lot of Hollywood, and uh, we're here for Tom Ford. Let it, let us tell you that right now. Tom Ford, we hear you. He's at uh, New York Fashion Week, and he's got words to say about the red carpet. A financial plan isn't just about money. It's about what matters most to you, like protecting your family, supporting your community, and building a legacy for future generations. At Northwestern Mutual, we start with a conversation about the life you want to live now and years from now. Whether you're paying down debt, saving for college, or planning for retirement, we have an eye on your bigger picture. Get access to our financial expertise at harlem.nm.com. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, headquartered in Milwaukee, Wisconsin.